Hello and welcome to Geek Cinema Podcast, a podcast dedicated to geeky, nerdy, and fanboy or fangirl movies alike. My name is Everett and welcome to our M. Night Shyamalan episode where we went over his entire filmography, leaving out a, a good amount about The Last Airbender and um, everything about Split because we just recorded a Last Airbender podcast that we're going to be putting up sometime in the future and we're going to record a split episode tomorrow and that'll be going up in within the next week so other than that guys there are spoilers for the sixth sense unbreakable signs the village lady in the water the happening after earth the visit and the santa claus toy story and the i'm with stupid episode of spongebob squarepants i real hot quick have to apologize on kindle's behalf she was messing around with one of those things that you know you stick your hand on the little pins and if you look at the other side the shape of your hand comes through the little metal things anyway that's not important but she was messing with it and it came through on all the mics and I tried to cut a lot of it, but there's still some in there. I apologize. Hopefully it doesn't bother you too much, and I hope you enjoy the conversation. Which I should say first. I think since this is our newest episode, we recorded an episode over The Last Airbender yesterday. Because we watched it and Matt was on it with us. I don't remember that. <laughs> you try to erase that from your yeah. memory. <laughs> that never uh, happened. <laughs> it was all a bad dream. Um... But in that one, we gave the the small updates that uh, the Russo brothers shared that Infinity Wars started filming, and the new Star Wars title was mm-hmm. released, uh, The Last Jedi, mm-hmm. I'm sure. I didn't see until today. Everybody on my Facebook feed was sharing it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, I actually learned it from Seth and Matt. They get the credit for telling me first. Oh, cool. You kind of are like... What would you call that? Like somebody who goes Virgin. out and gets the information? I don't, rep- though. You're, 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 you're a reporter. <laughs> I guess I am, yeah. Except for it just gets reported to me, and then I report it to you. Mm, mm. You're living vicariously. Thank you for watching for us, Seth. Yeah. Keep out. I will. On the road. Mm. On the road again. Can't wait to get on the road again. <laughs> anyway, I we should get started on this one because I feel like it may be a... A while. Mm. A longer one. Kendall's shaking her head no. She doesn't believe it's going to be a long one. But run. nine movies. Nine movies we're about movies. to get through. Because, and this, Kendall was questioning whether or not this is an actual nerdy thing. Which, mm. and I, I'm okay with bending away the from weird. that a little yeah. bit. I think these are nerdy in a way because, for one, they fit into the format of there are people who nerd out about M. Night's direction because mm. it's very unique. And after going through this, we've been binging all the movies lately. We've been mm. watched every single one that he's already previously released before Split. And I think he's one of my favorite directors watching him just because of how interesting he is compared to the norm. He breaks the normal way of directing and so i'm a nerd of his films so i think it technically fits but really i guess you could say that about anybody like this yeah your brother's a nerd for drama films is he it seems that way i guess so yeah it's hard to keep track of what he likes to be honest (laughs) right now he's on a big anime splurge Mm. 
which is fun for me, but right. He, and some some people might not say anime is nerdy, but people <laughs> are nerd out about it. Yeah, that's yeah, really that's, the only thing that constitutes nerdy. I would say is mm. if people. So what constitutes geeky? I'd say they're synonymous. They're not. They're not. No. Two different species. No. What's the difference? Mm. I can't tell you. Okay. It's a secret. (laughs) (laughs) You were thinking really hard, and then you chose that answer. That's good. I really liked his movies (laughs) before this, but um, I was introduced just simply because we had to watch him to go through them all i was introduced to two three new ones that i had never seen before and i think so far i still like most of his films we'll get to it later yeah but kindle had seen most of them i guess all but um happening and the visit or not the happening happening. i meant to say after earth and seth hmm you had seen, or I'd seen in the Breakable, and Signs. Oh, Signs, yeah. <laughs> right, and so that was one of the funnest things for me going through this all is to get to see your reactions to stuff such as the twists. <laughs> I really wish we would have watched the visit with him. Yeah, I would have liked to too, but we just we ran out of time. Everett. We'll get into it. <laughs> I, I said it was a basic message. I said my reaction after watching the movie, and then I sent a GIF of it, or yeah, a GIF from Workaholics of one of the characters just throwing up outside his car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we'll get to that. Uh, he's um, a nerd himself of film. Like he grew up just binging uh Steven Spielberg and movies and that's his favorite director and to the point where he got a Super 8 camera when he was young and filmed and he 40 Super 8. he did 40 like homemade movies when he was Dang. young teenage years i guess um to the point and um some of those make like he'll take apparently a scene from his earlier movies and put them in his current movies. That's cool. uh, starting That's cool. with, I think, The Village and from now on, mm. then on. Um, but I'm a huge fan. I love his direction and actually his writing too. But he's had an in and out with critics and uh, audiences too. And me. And Seth, and Seth actually. <laughs> no, it, no. I think mine was like a like a slope. Like, actually, well, it started off at a high, and then it kept getting higher. Well, no, not not completely actually. But after the village, it just started sloping down. Because you start with the sixth sense, and that was his like big break. Um, we're just going over his directing, writing, and producing credits, which I'm looking at. The Sixth Sense doesn't credit him as a producer now, so I'm questioning that as a rule. <laughs> but anyway, we'll ignore that right now. He first hit the scene with a with his big break directing and writing a movie called Wide Awake, which is apparently a movie about a kid who has to deal with his parents or something, dying I'm or something like that. I'm wide awake. 
um, didn't go over that well with the critics, Wait, at least. Is that the no, no, no? Never mind. Okay. Um, right after that, uh, that was in '98. Next year, The Sixth Sense hits the scene, and I didn't see this till a few years later, at least. That's crazy. Did you say a I few didn't see years it later. Till we watch it. <laughs> <laughs> till 2017. Yeah. Is that crazy? Um, but it was this introduced him he was it was so unique like that's true he was in it it's super stylistic yeah he was in it too um but because i watching it again this time i noticed all the interesting stuff he does like he does a lot he loves reflection shots and you see that throughout all of his movies he even puts himself in the reflection in the village he does yeah on the yeah he the does. mini fridge he does when he is uh when the um, oh 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 yeah and there's uh, lots of foreshadowing and not only the not direction right. but like especially in the sixth sense that there's just fantastic dialogue throughout the movie mm. and we'll get into it a little more later but I think that's kind of where he goes wrong over time um by letting go of that. The whole time watching The Sixth Sense this time around, I'm, my mind is just, what is Seth thinking right now? If I can give a little background first, when I saw this movie, and I could be remembering it completely wrong, I might have just written a complete history in my mind today. I remember watching the movie and getting to the end and being like, ah, okay, it wasn't that scary. I think I liked it. I think I'm in seventh grade, something like that, mm. seeing this movie. And uh, later, uh, from then on, I'd hear references to the big twist in The Sixth Sense. He was dead all along. And I'm always thinking, yeah, I know. That was a twist? I was supposed to not know he was dead? Really? I didn't realize you were supposed to think he was alive. And watching it this time, I'm like, I can't tell if he did a good job at it or not because I don't. I I thought he was dead the whole time. Maybe it was just because I had heard everything about the kid sees dead people. Maybe I had heard it and forgotten about it that somebody said Bruce Willis is dead all along. I don't know, but I'm. I I know it got you. Yeah, it did. I and, uh, the only thing that I knew about this movie was that Bruce Willis was in it, and then I didn't know that the line "I see dead people" was in it until the line was said, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh!" But that's all I knew. I didn't know about the twist or anything like that. Um, Story wise, like I was, you know, paying pretty close attention because I was drawn in immediately. It was strange that it went from like him getting shot mm-hmm. to, six, to months six months later. Yeah, and. Like nothing, um, you didn't see the wound or anything like that, and so I thought that was strange. But I didn't think too hard into it, I guess. And then I thought it was really weird going from the jump from the relationship between him and his wife from the beginning of the movie, like they're really sweet and she's understanding, like that he had to put his job in front of their relationship a lot of times to get that award but then six months later all of a sudden he's acting like she has completely flipped on that Mm -hmm. and I thought that was really weird and then on the date when she just doesn't say anything to him at all 
Like, and he's talking. Yes, she does. does she? What she, she says. She says, happy, happy anniversary. anniversary. Right. She says that. But, like, and he's, like, giving this heartfelt dialogue to her and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I'm like, God, say something. <laughs> you know, and she said that. And the movie goes on, and, like, I should have caught it. I'm so good at catching that kind of stuff. And I... Now, watching it over is a completely different movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to see what you think the second time. Yeah, because I was paying attention, and because I have the context... But I know you don't. I'm like wondering what he's thinking because, like, at one point, I don't know why I wrote this down. Like, what was it? Oh, the doors. When you first come in, were you aware that was ghosts or were you thinking is Cole telekinetic? The doors. I thought he was telekinetic. Okay, that's what I thought. I thought he was telekinetic because the ghost thing hadn't been brought up yet, you know? Yeah. So I was like. The kid has magical powers? Whoa. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, when he's in the kitchen and his mom's like, he she she goes in, she goes back to the dryer, she comes back in and gotcha. all the doors are open. And uh, she's like, were you looking for something? And he's gotcha. Just, Cabinet pop doors. Yeah, and I was like, oh. Also, the, you see the dog in that scene for the first time. And right when I saw the dog, I was like, no, don't kill the dog. And they, he didn't kill the dog. Yeah, it Why seems like dog? because movies you? do that all the time. Watching it, trying to think of no context, I I did think like this could could this be could Seth think this is maybe like a uh, omen type child like the the omen movie with the Antichrist boy. Damien. So maybe yeah, Damien, maybe something like that. But then like yeah. I th- also think he could think it's he's telekinetic. I'm I'm wondering. No, I and then like there was something later about like mind oh the stuttering oh, Stanley freak. scene when ah, he's when he knows, Stanley, he's like stuttering Stanley. who told you that and he's yeah. like where did you hear that name and so I was thinking there too were you thinking telekinetic like, <laughs> yeah he was in his <laughs> he's head. reading his mind yeah okay yeah. I, I still don't understand that so like was there a ghost that just that knew that telling him yeah oh okay there was probably a ghost screaming at him in the room or something right. Yeah, or had done but it no, before. that that furthered my belief in that. Maybe he did that intentionally. But yeah, watching it again, it still like gives me chills on certain scenes. Like I actually had, I you probably didn't notice, but the part that always creeped me out the worst, like when I was younger, was the scene of the little girl showing up in his tent. Like he he sees mm-hmm. or he he knows something's coming on, so he runs into his tent, and then the tent just starts popping open from the top, and yeah. then the camera pans down, and she's in the tent, and it's not it doesn't do like a a loud noise jump scene. Just, she's just she's there. there, and yeah. she's throwing up, and I don't know. It always creeped me out. Like for me personally, that didn't get me. Like that mm-hmm. was I was fine with that. I was fine with the kid who you know like turned around and his brains were showing. I was fine with all of that stuff. The part that got me the most was in the beginning with the kid. Like, so they know someone's in there. Mm-hmm. They see the shadow going to the bathroom, and the camera's going, and it's just this slow reveal. Like, you see his feet at first, and then it shows him. That gets me because, like, I've, I'm that type of person where if, like, I hear something, like, I'll slowly creep towards it, and I, it's my worst fear <laughs> to just see someone in there. And you actually do, because I was like, maybe no one will be in there, and it's just something. And it was that that kid, 
and that scene was like that that kind of thriller for me is a lot scarier than the supernatural kind mm. yeah uh i don't know uh we were taught me and kindle were talking to my parents about his movies the other night and this one came up and my dad was saying that the scene where he's peeing and the the lady walks behind him mm. and it out of That's nowhere just weird that made and me it, feel a little violated yeah it, it is that my dad said that always gets him and then yeah that she be, and he like, a nervous bladder it does that huh? yeah it just it, and it comes out of nowhere time. too i mean yeah. maybe it's it's at the same setup that we see now but uh, back then, back then, not as common. <laughs> it was so it was all new. Heck out of everybody. And man, I, there's just some like scenes in it that just still they're just so well shot and they creep me out. Like the people hanging in the hall. Yeah. And then the the one where he's going up st- up the stairs to the guy, the slave With the yelling that was inside intense. that room. Yeah. And then they lock him in. I'm like. I'm still biting my nails to stay at that scene. Yeah. Man, uh but it's so good like I said the it focus it's it's surrounding a boy with this condition where he's I guess a medium but the film isn't good because of that. It's good because it's a good story with great dialogue. I mean, yeah. it's every you feel like especially at the end you feel like every line means meant actual like meant something yeah i like to think of it as it's just another one of the stories of the people he helped mm-hmm. instead of yeah, it's so not the boy's story it's, it's yeah. his story he's like just that. one of the boys that, or one of the people the boy helped yeah although at one point when it was getting closer to when the lady walks behind him i'm like i wish i was watching ghost whisperer right now <laughs> uh i think ghost whisperer is way creepier than this <laughs> way creepier okay to each his own, I suppose. This, I was not really scared on this one, but uh, Ghost was. I, I had to stop watching Ghost Whisper. Not even joking. That's funny. It started to creep me out. So then, uh, after we're introduced to him, the next that same year he helped co-write uh, Stuart Little, um, and then the year after that, two thousand, he's like he he hits the scene with a superhero thriller yeah unbreakable which is the second one you saw right that was the second one i saw because i introduced it to you I'm yeah sure. and that movie um first time watching it it blew me away mm-hmm. like it incredibly good r- extremely well written draws you into the story and then the twist in the end was like oh i should have known i should have known but i did it and it was so great and so I was worried with the second viewing that because I already knew the twist, it was going to make the movie maybe like dull or something like mm-hmm. that. And it didn't. No. It was actually cool because you notice all those um, subtle hints. Right. Um, and it, it actually, I really loved the second viewing. Oh, hold that thought. And with The Sixth Sense, he spent $40 million on it and made 673 million. So, I don't know what you what word that would be, but more than quadrupled its budget significantly Dang. more. Yeah. Um and it it currently holds an 85% on Rotten Tomatoes. Six tupled? It 12 tupled its budget. Dang. <laughs> 
and no. it's a does <laughs> I don't know. a does double tub. sex tubble. Oh, okay. We'll go with that. Yeah, double sex tubble. <laughs> but yeah. then I saw this before you, but not much further. Oh, like, really? I saw it probably four or five years before I showed it to you, huh. and so that is a lot. It yeah, it was after. Well, it was still well after it came out, mm. um, but we get m- still m- we see more of his stylistic shots. I love yeah. the opening, s- not the opening scene because it opens with um, Elijah's birth. Yeah, but then after that, we get the scene on the train, and, a lot and of times... I I love it going back and forth from behind from behind the seat seat to him and the girl sitting next to him. Yeah. It just looks so cool. It does. Um, we get so much more of that, so much more um, dot awesome dialogue. And in this one, watching it again this time, I notice, because we've been watching him in order, I'm like, he really likes to deal with, like, broken marriages. Yeah. Because in the first one, we get a, um, a wife who's lost his husband, and he thinks that they're just... F- growing apart mm-hmm. in this movie it is a wife and husband growing apart and then the third one it's a husband who's lost his wife and plus um in the sixth sense the boy's mom was a single mom too oh yeah she had he had the husband with had his, left. yeah him leaving yeah it's a such a big change because i think maybe when he was he had announced it they might have been thinking oh it's the sixth sense guy i can't wait to see his next sixth sense but mm. this is very much different. A lot funner and a bit lighter. More fun. Oh, like, a lot I mean, lighter, yeah. He's dealt with. He's dealing with this thing, so it's pretty dark. And not to mention the marital issues. Right. And we get that scene of the son pointing a gun at his dad, and then the scene where he goes and and oh yeah, finds the when he does the rescue scene. Yeah. At the end, which I love, man, that scene is so great and so well. Oh, film too like um especially when he fell into the pool or was pushed into the pool mm-hmm. that like i love it when a movie can make me feel as if i'm in the character's situation or struggle or whatever like i i felt like i couldn't breathe at that part and i i, I love that yeah um, when santa claus wait in what? the santa claus <laughs> yeah <laughs> when they're like scott you're taking this too far because he starts to look more and more like Santa Claus because yeah. he is Santa Claus. Yeah. That's how I feel about Bruce Willis in Unbreakable. Sorry. He's writing down your diagnosis. No. Fucking <laughs> 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 <Locking> crazy. <laughs> <laughs> He's writing down spoilers. Um. <laughs> you wrote what? <laughs> he has to write down the Santa Claus so that he can say there's a spoiler oh, for the Santa Claus. Gotcha. The <laughs> with with me, um, since I've seen this so many times, watching it again this time, I was just trying to pay more attention to stuff and like you said, Tits, knowing boobs. the twist. I'm like Yeah. The after Earth you meet him, I'm like, man, he is messed up. Yeah. Like, cause it doesn't, it, it, I guess the first time I'm thinking, I, I mean, I get the twist at the end and I'm like, oh man, he did all that stuff. But I, I don't know for some reason, maybe cause I'm older now, it weighs heavier and I'm like mm-hmm. all that stuff. And I actually felt more connected to the main character, I suppose. Well, I also, something I liked about this movie and it was something that I wasn't expecting was the happy ending between 
main character and his wife. Mm-hmm. Like that was a really feel good moment. And even when I watched it the first time, I don't know why, but I, you know, a lot of times when movies do deal with like broken relationship stuff, it doesn't end the way that you wish it would end. Mm-hmm. And in this one, it did. So I, I thought that was cool. And yeah, and along those lines, it has that weird feeling of where Mr. Glass was this terrible man who did terrible things, but he ends up being right about him because he's asking him, because it turns out he was depressed and growing away from his family because he was suppressing his powers and his need to help others. Mr. Glass is such a sad story. Yeah. Because like he's this boy who he gets this comic book and he realized like he's just, he becomes obsessed with heroes and he because i'm sure like mentally like he he knows that he like needs one you know Mm -hmm. and he becomes so obsessed with it that he's willing to become a villain to create his own hero yeah but i feel like he it's interesting i mean we could discuss this in length on another podcast but i feel like he doesn't believe he's the villain until the very end and he's like i am who i am yeah it's a weird it's a deep movie. I desperately want that TV show, or it would be cooler, I think, as a TV show. To to do for a sequel, yeah. And he's been talking about a sequel for years. You and I and Matt were talking about it the other night. The last time he had said anything was 2015, I think. Mm-hmm. And he said he's still interested, but on the press junket for Split, just today, he said that this is. He actually said a sequel. the next movie he is doing is an Unbreakable sequel. For real. For real, I've got. Uh, what? Yeah, I was. I've got the. That is such a spoiler. It is. <laughs> Consequenceofsound.net has a little quote here from him. I do intend on making a final Unbreakable movie, and I'm intending on doing it next. The director said. But then they go on to say, and if you've yet to see Split, we suggest you take that quote for what it is and stop reading now to avoid spoilers. So. I have. That's the only thing I've read. Hopefully, it's not very out of context. Yeah, I hope not. Um, after split, I'll probably go back and read the whole article, but we're not seeing that till tomorrow. But I'm stoked. That would be awesome. Because I've been waiting for that one, probably seven they ended or so it in years. Such a perfect sequel. Like, yes, mm-hmm. it's such a good movie. It doesn't need one. Right. Which yeah. is is a good sign of a you know is a great sign of a film. Mm-hmm. But it just it, it was so good that you want more of it. And it wouldn't be cheesy to make more of it either. Uh, Unbreakable, he spent more on. He spent seventy-five million, and only made two hundred forty-eight million back, which is still, well, a good good sized profit, but yeah. not nearly the profit that uh, <clears throat> the Sixth Sense made. Yeah. And it has sixty-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, with seventy-seven percent of audiences enjoying it. What? Sixty-eight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. Said, I would put it so much higher. They say, well, they say the critic consensus says with a weaker ending, Unbreakable is not as good as The Sixth Sense. So they're comparing it to a different movie. However, it is quietly it is a quietly suspenseful film that intrigues and engages taking the audience through unpredictable twists and turns along the way. So, so all they were looking for was a fairly positive. I would give it like a 90, but 
Or you'd give it a thumbs up. These are just, this is just oh, 68%. Yeah. The rate, those rates would have been up. different if it were a different director. Uh, Maybe. I'm totally. not sure. I think that it's, oh, it's the twist guy from the sixth I think sense. like Seth said, need a twist. Uh, the twist surprised him, even though it shouldn't have. It's kind of like that. It so in other words, I'd just say that 32% of people saw the twist coming. And so that was their only complaint. Okay. I they, I'm coming. sure there's lots of, there's a choice few critics that literally they have to have the best to give it a good review. Yeah. And so those people end up in here. Only 52 out of 162 gave it a, a bad review. So a few of those and then a few of the people who saw the twist coming and you've got 52 people. But... The twist isn't even I am really waiting for I agree. To make a movie called I agree the twist. that it is a great movie. Yeah. So if we're doing it, if we're just like the critics, thumbs up or thumbs down, I think we can all say thumbs up for this one, right? Yeah. Um, the next one we have on our list, uh, two years later, he a comes out one. with Signs. Oh, dang. And I think signs. this might have been the first one I saw. If not the sixth sense. This was the first one I saw. I remember uh, everybody talking about it when it came out. Um, it's the the big the big alien, alien film. Um, and Seth, you actually saw this one as as I as did. a young and I, I did on a VHS, perhaps. Um, yeah, yeah, I saw it. Um, it was a little bit before Halloween. My friend had a motion skeleton set up above his TV. And we were watching the movie late at night and with a bunch of friends. And right before the scene where – it's the kitchen scene where the alien is um, across from the door and he's like looking underneath. My friend managed to sneak outside without us knowing. And so the alien sticks his fingers out. Mm-hmm. We all jump. He hits on the window we jump even more and the skeleton because it's a motion thing starts laughing and we're all screaming <laughs> and I was terrified. And this is the, this is the only movie I'd ever seen. Like I know it's a thriller and not a horror movie, but for me, thrillers are scarier mm-hmm. than horror movies. Right. And like this movie had me scarred for a long time. Like, <laughs> I'd be alone at night and just scenes like the scene where the alien walks across in the party <laughs> and the scene where he sticks his fingers out. Like I would just replay those in my head all the time. And it's funny uh, when I saw this uh, when I was younger, I even then and to this day, those two scenes, which are supposed to be the iconic scary scenes of the yeah. movie more. So there's a few others, yeah. but those never got me. The leg in the film in the field kind of got me. Yeah. But the only one that frightened me and still does is when he's talking to Bo on the bed and then he looks up and he sees the figure on the roof outside <laughs> the window. That terrified me. I probably it's, got it's, me when it's, I was a kid too. It's yeah. a jump scene and it's still like just that that idea of me looking out the window and seeing a figure. Yeah. But this is once again, it's an alien movie. But it's so good because of the dialogue and the story of the family. Yeah. It's a broken family. We got the story 
of a husband who's lost his wife and he's lost his faith because of it. There's so many facets that could honestly make a great movie even if there weren't aliens in it. If the world yeah. wasn't ending, that just makes it a little better and more fun. Because uh, we watched a bunch of alien movies last Halloween time. Yeah. Uh, listeners can go back and find those if you want. But I don't know what this stands out to amongst all those. Not saying it's better or anything, but just this because that real, it's though. it feels more real for sure because of the real life scenario. Yeah. It's about a family and they're going through something that could be very much without aliens in it. Yeah. I, so my first viewing of this, I was very scared and I pledged to never watch it again. And then this viewing was only my second viewing. Finally watched it again. I was very curious to see what my reaction to the movie would be. And I was bored. Right. Oh no. I didn't like it. And it's not because I was scared. I just didn't like it at all. Oh man. Well, I I mean, I get, I get like, I mean, the cool story things with, you know, the losing the faith and all that, but it just didn't get me. I don't know. Mm. Didn't keep me very interested. Too much dialogue. I don't know if it was too much dialogue. I I think just the story elements themselves, it wasn't like the dialogue necessarily. It was just that I just wasn't interested in what was going on, I I Hmm. suppose. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I liked, I liked some elements like Bo and her obsessive water cup thing i mean she was very cute throughout the movie and yeah the relationship between like anger with the children and the father that kind of erupts right before the aliens come Interesting. you know that, that was a cool scene but like for the most part i, I was really um, bored yeah i don't know why i love this movie uh it starts off and when i first saw this it creeped me out so much the intro because it starts off with just the blue light expanding yeah. with the single violin note yeah and then it the starts was doing the creepy music interesting it, for the, the movie. whole the whole intro feels very hitchcock-esque to me and i love that mm. but and then it gets into the story i don't know i i, I love the movie myself uh and there's the most humor so far by this time um and it always like there's multiple jokes in the movie make me laugh uh, especially when he, uh, Meryl, not Meryl, um, what's the main character's Graham? name? Graham, Graham comes into the, his kid's room and they're wearing the foil hats. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I like the one where, um, Meryl's telling him to like cuss when they feel <laughs> yeah. out and like cuss and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that was funny. The jokes were good. I, I enjoyed the jokes. Uh, and then when, when also, this is just a side note to, I, well, I was going to say, I think besides that, the only thing that's outdated is the CGI of the oh, alien. God, that looks so bad. Everything terrible. else holds up. I'm glad they used practical on the lower grade stuff like the hand and the, the leg, leg in the field. Mm-hmm. Other than that CGI, I feel like everything held up. But uh, when Meryl's talking about the, the nerds doing it, <laughs> it's like it was a bunch of old nerds back in the day and now there's new nerds doing it. And I was just like, New Nerds is a cool band name. <laughs> hey, there we go. <laughs> Signs of 2002 was had a budget of $72 million and made $408 million. 
currently holds a 74% ranking on the tomato meter and 67% of audiences enjoyed it. So, this one definitely had a different style than uh, the Sixth Sense and Unbreakable. Yeah, he. F- this is the first one. I think I could be wrong. I think this is the first one that introduces one of my favorite of his things that he does style wise is when he does the close up wide angle shot of somebody's face mm-hmm. it kind of has a fisheye effect very lightly mm-hmm. but he does that when oh what scene is it oh it's in the living room um after when Graham comes in and the alien is there holding yeah his son and so it's just close up on his face and it's going between him and his back flash back and forth until then it just settles on the back flash. And I love that yeah, that shot, cool. which he brings back in several of his movies. Next we have on our list, God. The Village. The Village. I think that's everyone's favorite. Uh, I'm not going to say what my favorite is yet. I think this was the, fir- the only one I saw right after it came out. Not in theaters. Same. But right when it hit... Uh, DVD Rental. or VHS, whatever it was. Yeah, we my family rented it because we all liked signs, and completely I, different. I loved it. Yeah, it's completely different. Oh yeah, super interesting. Oh yeah, had you seen know, it before? Yeah. This is your first year. No, I I had never seen it before, and I didn't know anything about it at all. So you I had no idea had what no kind clue, of movie right? it was going to be. No clue. Mm. Um, oh, this is the only one. Uh, I think it was the only one I was able to guess the twist mm-hmm. in it. Um, but that didn't ruin the movie. The twist yeah. of the village or the twist of the, time, the creatures? Uh, creatures I wasn't able to guess. Um, I was able to guess that it was kind of like a... How do you guess that? I would guess... I had this... I definitely didn't guess. I had well, I was this m- feeling like... Um, I just had a feeling that the creatures were... I didn't guess that, which is really funny because it doesn't necessarily make sense that I would guess one thing and not that thing. Uh-huh. They hint at it real strong. Yeah, I definitely didn't uh, guess it when I first saw it, but this was would have been 2004 or 2005, and I was not a huge movie fan at the right. time. I mean, I liked movies, but I wasn't into trying to figure them out or anything, especially I didn't, I didn't quite comprehend. He always puts a twist in his movies. Mm-hmm. But this movie, like, in looking at it now, I still love it. Oh, and I, I know the twist. But, like, we start off, we get a lot of names in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, some of them were already big. And uh, there's a good amount that are just have blown up since then. Like, Jesse Eisenberg and oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Adrian um, Brody. Brody. Um, this is our... Yeah, this is our first with Bryce Dallas Howard. No, yes, our first with Bryce, second with Joaquin. Which I think this was 2004. I I think this was before she was in Spider-Man 3, which was my... uh, She is beautiful. Yes, I agree. Beautiful. Um, And then we get uh, Joaquin Phoenix backs from the last one. There's a ton of names. William Hurt. Sigourney Weaver. What's the name of... Uh, was that who you're talking about? Um, the older guy, the guy who was the dad? The in charge? Yeah. Yeah, William Hurt. I like him. Mm-hmm. I, I've only seen him he in a few movies. Hurt. 
himself today. Today. What were you saying? Uh, I seen him in Robin Hood, the uh, 2012 movie, and he, I loved him in that. And I think that was the only one that I'd ever seen him in before until. Uh, no, that's not true. Um, what other movies have I? What 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 other movies are is he in? You saw him last year. What was he in last year? Captain America: Civil War. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I did. He's a good actor. If we go back to look at our incredible Hulk Hulk podcast, we uh, definitely yeah. talked about in that he 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 seemed. I mean, we all agreed, or maybe it was just me was talking about. I, he's a I, he's a good actor, but in that movie he he falls flat. I don't know why. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he's great in this movie. But yeah, actor wise, I I wrote down Adrian Brody deserves an Oscar because he does great in this mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Story wise, this movie was really cool. Oh, for one, I really like even though it wasn't a period piece at all. If so if you're on your period. You're supposed to think it is. You're first. supposed to think it is. And I I mean I love those kind of movies. So mm-hmm. I was automatically drawn in to it. And I don't know, it had that like weird love story. Mm-hmm. And I'm a sucker love for love story. Yeah, it was oh. It was it it really was. And it's better the second time around. I need to watch it again. Um, I was, I'm also, I don't know why, but like the fact that she was blind and like, she was just able to like overcome all that kind of stuff. And like, it was the type of story element where it was, um, basically protagonist versus protagonist, but also protagonist versus nature and all that kind of stuff. Mm hmm. Lots of different cool elements that come from her being blind. Yeah. Um, did you like the creature effect? Yes. You thought they were real monsters. At I first. thought they were real. Actually, yeah. until the end. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, my first viewing, I they, they I was terrified of them. They're, they're they look incredibly so cool. creepy. Like from a fan fantasy monster loving mm-hmm. person like I was like I want creatures like that in my book <laughs> like that's how I reacted to it yeah the I but then uh we get the reveal later in that they're fake looking at it with hindsight I was wondering at one point why William Hurt and Sigourney Weaver are talking about it like it's an yeah. issue behind the barn but then later I guess what we're supposed to believe is that Adrian Brody's character was getting all these animals and throwing them around. And all of it. Like he Even was, the first one. Right. That's why he but, liked the, the creatures so much. Yeah. And at yeah, one point I'm thinking, so man, it it's supposed to make you think, like, is are are they really escaping anything? Because obviously it gets into to the depravity of man thing, like, can they escape uh, that at all? Because Noah ends up stabbing this guy to where he almost dies. Right. Which he lost a lot of blood. I'm surprised he didn't. He had enough time he, to survive. Well, like, I was not expecting him to be alive. I was like, mm-hmm. so this is the, this is the twist. Like besides, you know, guessing like I, it, that's, I th- literally thought that that was why Kendall was like, Oh, Seth, you're going to love this movie. 
because he dies. Which actually, that one's answered too later because it says his. They say his will to live is very strong. Right. Made so. me think very. Uh, made me think of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> it was the complete opposite of what happened to Padme. And then I was also wondering why does when Noah's in the forest going after her, and then he mm. falls in the hole and he's, <laughs> and that's the big reveal. Yeah. Um, Wait, that was a big. Well, I guess that wasn't the reveal. You no, find no. out from his parents first. They find the stuff, yeah. and so then you're like, "Oh, he's gonna be in that hole." Right. Um, but right before that, he's growling, and I'm like, "Why is he doing that? Like, maybe he's just like playing, playing pretend." Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Maybe... I think he was trying to kill her because he's upset. She slapped him. Oh, dang! I, I never took that. it that way. I always thought it was just he was playing with her. No. But then, like this time, I'm like, "Why is he growling?" Like. I think really he getting like the character. took on the persona of it, I suppose. Like mm-hmm. he was obsessed with them. Yeah, he was obsessed with them. So. Yeah, but I still love the movie. Uh, getting to the what a twist part. I was like getting ready to look at your face. And then they go to open the box and they open it and start looking at the pictures. And my only complaint is the reveal because I feel like it would have been more epic and more like, what? If they had her climbing over the wall, and she falls on the ground, and, then and right in front of you there's a road, nah. just uh, asphalt, and that would have been better. Then yeah. it goes over, and then it has the scene of them talking at the clinic. Did you see my face? No. Uh, I, I I guessed it, so I was probably more like a triumphant. Oh, yeah. Like I've got it finally. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I, I'm sure I looked at you, but I didn't get that satisfying. What like I did in the sixth sense? Right, yeah, <laughs> that I definitely. Because I even at you were like, I don't remember what you said, but you're like, oh man, and I was like, say it, and you're like, what? <laughs> and then and so then you okay. repeated whatever line it was, whatever line had just been spoken, and uh, then at the end of the movie, you're like, oh, what a twist. <laughs> <laughs> But in this movie, we didn't get that. No. But I did have a quote I wrote down, apparently, of you that you say, I know I'm not allowed to talk about it, but that was one of the best movies I've seen in a while. Yes. And I think a big reason why I said that is because he like, he films movies in a different way than mm-hmm. a lot of other movies are filmed. And um, I really love The Sixth Sense. I really loved Unbreakable. Um but like this movie felt different in my mind it felt different than even any of those and signs um so the the storytelling in it drew me in like big time and um i don't know just the way it was all told the way it was filmed the reveals the characters i don't know it but yeah no this i this movie was just different than anything I'd ever seen before. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I've seen the, oh, they're in normal time all along and they're living in their own little utopia. But the way that it played out was different than, um, what's what's that one? You know which one I'm talking about. No, I don't. I, I was just like, I don't, remember, I don't think I've ever uh, seen a movie like Truman this. Show. Truman Show. Oh, okay, yeah. That's that's that was true. the movie that came to mind. Right, yeah, I didn't think about that one. Yeah. Um, and it's so cool, like, you got, like, The Giver and all that kind of stuff that, like, The Truman Show and um, The Village where they're living in a utopia that is so obviously not a utopia at all. Like, 
very flawed. I don't know. I love that element uh, of that that kind mm-hmm. of story. So yeah, but yes, one of the one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. Wow. Well, it's um, the, it's the uh, it made. Two hundred fifty-seven million against the sixty million budget, so not as much as Signs, but more than Unbreakable. Hmm. But I'm sorry to disappoint you, Seth. Among the, if if how little of critics enjoyed Unbreakable upset you, yeah. Uh, um, The Village only forty-three percent oh of critics God. enjoyed. What? And 57% of audiences. That is so frustrating. The Village was very much hated when it came out. This was his so first uh, rotten movie that he directed, wrote, and produced. Wow. Um, which I still love it. You love it. Mm-hmm. Kindle loves I it. I love it. I think it maybe it's just That just means... I don't think that's it. Uh, it's the, just very... It's different. The critic the consensus is says... Yeah. The village is appropriately creepy, but Shyamalan's signature twist ending disappoints. I don't understand that. I, I thought it was a great twist. That. Yeah, like I, I don't know what, how it could disappoint you. I think, like, even when I'm, a, it doesn't bother me when I'm able to guess that kind of stuff. It, in fact, it makes me happy because it makes me feel like I'm smart whenever I'm able to guess twists. This guy thinks he's overrated. Um, one guy says dangerously dour. Um, I really uh, it's all just Shyamalan hype I think that's what it is maybe yeah, and I've never really about that. been subjugated to that which is just that, so stupid you know you think about it now like nowadays I'm not upset guys because that just means we have something this this makes it a nerdy movie because yeah. it's a smaller fan base um, and I'm okay with that I don't mind other people not yeah. understanding. It, it, I think in my mind, it's just that I I feel like it's such a good movie that it deserves people's recognition. My first, hey, it um, got money. Yeah, it's true. My first um, taste of this, which you know, the reveal of it being a rotten movie, was when I was talking to some of my managers at work. I was bringing up that we were watching all these movies. And I brought up how we watched um, Signs, The Village, and Lady in the Water. And um, he's like, oh, The Village? And I was like, yeah, man. It's one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. And he's like, really? Like, you th- said that one? And I'm like, and yeah. And he's it. like, no way. Like, I, that movie was boring. And I was like, what are you talking about? It was not boring at all. Hmm. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. So I argued with him a little bit. but Yeah, well. Who cares, right? No, Who see, cares? I remember when this came out, watching it, being disappointed and being annoyed because I was expecting some big twist because it's M. Night. Mm. But that definitely was not the case. Well, uh, two years later, um, maybe either in 2006 or 2005, I saw a trailer for um, a new M. Night Shyamalan movie called Lady in the Water. I don't remember the trailer at all. I think it kind of played like it a could horror. be a horror movie. Yes. <laughs> I think um, so. That way they could sell his name a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I was excited because I loved, I liked Signs. I loved The Village. I thought The Sixth Sense was probably too scary. Mm. But I was stoked because it was the return of him and the return 
of Bryce, who I had a crush on in my uh, early teen years. Beautiful. Yeah, I never saw it <laughs> until this weekend. Wow. Right. And we all watched it together. Yeah, so it was both um, yours and my first viewing of it. Not Kindles, though, right? Kindle Darty's oh, seen I've it. I've seen it more than once. And I knew it wasn't supposed to be a horror movie before watching it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was quite expecting what it was. Yeah, I, no, was. I, was. I definitely wasn't. Because I'm trying to think. I don't think it's supposed to really be scary. No, it's not. It might be a little bit, but I think it's supposed to be kind of fantastical. It, to me, it was like a fantasy This movie. is based on like podcasts, hearing people talk about it a little bit. Oh. So we start with the credits, mm-hmm. and we get Paul Giamatti's name. And I'm like, I didn't know he was in this. And Paul Giamatti is an interesting guy. He's got a lot of praise for some of his like Oscar award-winning movies that he's in. Mm-hmm. But then the first thing I ever saw him in was a movie called Big Fat Liar. Yep, that's which exactly was, what I was thinking of. Which was it. not really a great movie. I liked it when I was a kid. <laughs> it was a fun kid movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's what often where my mind goes to when I think of him other than his award-winning performances that he's known for yeah and so when i see his name i don't know what to think about the movie (laughs) i'm like huh that's interesting so we get started and there's a lot of in my opinion flat comedy at the beginning i love it i liked it yeah it none of it hit i didn't laugh at all i did but then more and more into the movie I got more entranced in the story and then um, ended up liking the characters. Uh, There was a good amount of times that did make me laugh later on. But as we started, it was hard for me to get into it. I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be this is going to be the downfall for me. (laughs) It starts. I'm trying to remember all the things like just his interactions with all the people. I guess there was some like first. I think the first one I was like, what the heck? Because you meet the guy. Who has guy. one giant arm? Yeah, he's, yes. which I thought doing was so science. funny, but also so <laughs> weird. I think it just caught me off guard too much. Because then later at the end of the movie, I'm cracking up at him because when he turns out to be, to be the guardian, the guardian, and he's, <laughs> it's like arm. it's you. Keep yeah. staring in his eyes, and then it shows him. I I couldn't help but laugh out loud at yeah, that point. It was funny. Um, but when I first meet him, I'm like. What is this? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's really funny because I, before I had come over, I had seen another movie with some friends and um, I told them about this and I mentioned M. Night Shyamalan and she was like, um, man, have you ever seen Lady in the Water? And I was like, no, but we're, we're watching it tonight. And she's like, that movie sucks. <laughs> like... My dad rented it when we when it came out when we were kids and I was like, Oh, M Night Shyamalan, I can't wait to see it And then we watch it and I hated it. Like she cut talking I about, always hated yeah, it. Yeah, I always hated it. Uh, how much she despised despised this movie. So I'm sitting there not knowing anything about it, you know, just like, Okay, well she hates this movie. She likes a lot of like horror thriller movies. So oh great. <laughs> you know? And then it starts and it wasn't like even from the beginning, like you get that very fantasy, um, myth mythological intro. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, 
That was kind of cool. Well, this sounds cool, yeah. Uh, so, like, even though I had heard that it was really bad from someone, that immediately erased all of that and had me excited. The funny thing is I'm looking back at it now. I do remember I had heard it was a fantasy movie, not and didn't hear the name horror in, like, some reviews and stuff, mm. but I still remembering the trailer, and I'm I'm pretty positive it played to maybe be a horror movie. Um, we should watch it after this. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Um, but so during that scene, I'm like, is this really going to be scary? And I'm like, I could see it still being... And I, the whole, like, With the wolves, it's getting, or, yeah, it wasn't wolves, but what yeah, are they called? And it's getting that way. And I'm just like, I don't know. I just don't know what to think. And maybe that's what was wrong. My brain was going in and I didn't know what to think. And yeah. so I don't know. I can see why people wouldn't like this movie in ways like I can see yeah, like, I the can see comedy, it. like not landing quite right for a lot of people. Uh, the only part I didn't care for was when he goes in the water with his boots on. I'm like, what are you doing, man? Right. I I mean, that scene was very weird for me. <laughs> I felt like I was playing Skyrim and I was taking like water breathing potions or something because he lasted a long time under there. Yeah, he did the cup thing. That's what but she s- said. <laughs> and not, still not understanding. Like, I'm yeah, still not sure either. if it's going to be horror or not i'm like you should not be going in the water dude oh yeah. no i i from that i from the opening i was like full fantasy mode oh, okay i wasn't thinking horror at all but yeah there's no, like there's definitely crazy. like there's a few plot holes and inconsistencies like i mean maybe not like at one point i wrote down uh she can tell him some stuff but not all stuff like at one point she says i can't tell you about my world but then there's points where she is but then they kind of answer that later where he says are you getting sicker every time you tell me something because she seems to be that way she never answers him but i take that as i guess an answer yeah but other than that i i I really and i i enjoyed the movie i did too and uh i sucked up to adrian brody um last time paul giamatti deserves an oscar for deserved an oscar for this movie during that healing scene because that was emotional that like, was it was he a little awkward good. for me i i'm, I'm excited i, I, I haven't watched it. a lot of like intelligent uh oscar type movies mm-hmm. and i want to go find his after seeing that oh sure his acting great. was incredible actually i really enjoyed him throughout the uh, his stuttering yeah was was great. Real. I actually really His yeah. Stuttering was everything Stanley. that he did in this movie, acting wise, was superb in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. And this movie, oh man, poor guy. He spent seventy million mm. and only made seventy three back. Oh, well, at least he made a profit. Dang. And yeah, I, it was barely. funny because with the village, I mentioned that I brought up watching these movies. To you my say manager. barely, but that's a lot of money. Um. Then I told him after the village we watched Lady in the Water, and he looked at me and I looked at him, and he was like, "Not a bad movie." I was like, "Nope, wasn't a bad movie." Hey. <laughs> okay, so he hates the village, but, yeah, but okay, he's like, "I liked it." <laughs> well, um, not the critics. Yeah. Um, this movie, uh, we have the village at. They've just been going down. Besides signs, that one went was a little of a jump up from unbreakable. Yeah. Uh the village had 43%. Lady in the Water dropped down to 24% <gasps> of critics and 49% of audiences enjoyed it. 
and I, I I've got a theory here. Okay. Village was not well received. No. In this movie, the only person that's killed off. Do you remember that? Was the annoying dude with the glasses, the pretentious dude? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember who what what he was? He was a he was a yeah, critic, a film critic. Yeah, <laughs> he. That's the only he. He basically I did, I didn't re- points him out to be that. an idiot because he, um, Paul Giamatti's character goes to him and asks him, "How do I find these people?" And he's wrong. <laughs> he he doesn't get any he of them was right. Basing everything off of cliches. Yeah, and then um, he there's that and then he's the only character that gets killed that makes me like the movie even more and i feel like maybe that's why this one got bad reviews maybe. <laughs> because they're like oh it's, it's he's on to us this is war <laughs> he's on to us because he knows that we're giving him bad reviews um but their critic consensus for this is a far-fetched story with little suspense and unconvinced unconvincing scenarios why lady would- in the water feels contrived pretentious and rather silly. What a it's dick. a war. <laughs> yeah, it's a war. Why? Why did it have to be? Why? Why did there need to be suspense? It was a fantasy film. They were viewing it um, in a wrong, with a wrong perspective. Yeah, they call it far fetched as well. And I'm like, um, it's a fantasy. Is it far fetched for toys to come to come to life after their owner leaves the room? Is it far fetched? Yeah. For someone no. to summon it yes, it's very far fetched. But it's a great a movie. Stick. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Wizards they were viewing it from a wrong perspective because it's M. Night I have to Shyamalan. write down Toy Story, sorry. Oh, you do. They were viewing it from a thriller point of view when, okay, maybe the tra- okay the trailer, as you said, made it seem scary, and maybe that's what they had in mind mm-hmm. when watching it. But at least for me, like they should have gotten that it wasn't a thriller while watching the movie. So they shouldn't have reviewed it as if it was a thriller. It was a fantasy. It was a fantasy yeah. movie, and they didn't. I mean, remember the end? Like it's the Eagles. Yeah, I know. I was like, take her away. The Eagles are here. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Kindle thumbs up. Yeah. I was actually Weird. expecting you to not like it, Kindle. You didn't like it from your older viewings, right? Or did you? I don't think oh, she no, ever you, said that. You're right. You were saying that you liked it from the get go, didn't you? Yeah, I yeah. said. I was saying things like, get ready. Oh. Did you expect us to like it? Get ready. Did you expect us to like it, or did you expect us to not like it? Um, I don't know. It's a hit and miss for this one, for, I think, for people. Yeah. Either you get it or you don't. And most people did not, apparently. Uh, no, they were upset about the critic thing. That's this the excuse is, for this movie. We could do this one as a guilty pleasure. Yeah, definitely. Um, But then, he I, I don't think he could take it, guys. He couldn't take no, the No, I ain't gonna the take hate. it. They, they didn't accept his fantasy movie for that was family friendly. So mm-hmm. he, he turns the corner and um, he's like, you know what? I'm going to make a rated it's R happening. horror movie. Yeah, it's happening. I'm going to make a rated <laughs> R horror movie called The Happening. So 2008, two years later, he releases a movie called The Happening. The Happening. And this one I saw also right after it came out <laughs> on uh, video. And... I still like it. 
I, I, I liked it a lot when it came out. Not so much now, but we'll, we'll talk about that. So this is his first rated R movie. Yeah. We start off with these people, this, in the park. Th- these two girls in the park. Very um, confusing. She's talking about her book. She repeats a line in the book. Or she, she, she's confused about where she on? was, what page yeah. am I on, something like that. Everybody stops, even her friend, yeah. and she's the only one who can tell what's happening. Her friend stabs herself in the neck. And yeah. then we see start just start seeing people kill themselves. What are you thinking at this point, Seth? I'm curious. Okay. Uh, so I didn't know anything about this movie. This mm-hmm. one, I well, I knew that it was rated R, so I expected full-blown thriller. So they're in the park. And she's talking about the books, and there's an eerie vibe. Maybe the music was weird or whatever. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. And I'm like, oh, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? <laughs> you know. And then she does the thing. Everyone stops, and I'm like, is this like a supernatural thing? Did she have powers? Did she stop time? And then her friend stabs herself in the neck, and I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> and then it goes on. And the guy, uh, we we get. Um, oh, did it? It, it did yeah, go it to the construction workers. And right when we saw the the guy, I was like, "No, no!" And it happened. Guy just falls down, and gross. I hate. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. I mean, show like. Have some like creepy zombie girl or whatever already dead. Show me your brains. I don't care. Don't. No, I hate that. That just seeing the face hit the ground, you know, <laughs> and the leg going the wrong way and all that kind of stuff. I don't like it. I don't like it. But so we get that, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's over with. And then <laughs> they just <laughs> they rain down, and I'm like. I normally don't do this, but every time I'm like wincing, like I'm trying to look away, you know, <laughs> like stop, no, ow, no, <laughs> and oh, it was just yeah. But then we get introduced to Mark Wahlberg as a science teacher, which is one of the least convincing nope. um, castings of all Mark time. And, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't think so. You didn't think it was unconvincing. No, I mean, I I thought he did a good job in that. Yeah, role. I thought he did okay. I just, but it was just weird knowing Mark Wahlberg as the roles he's been, and he's kind of turning into the new Nick Cage as he just does these terrible movies now. Yeah, um, I, it's so funny to look back and see him as a science teacher, and he he did do a great job, like yeah. acting and everything, but it was weird. Um, yeah, but the, I, it's. When I saw this movie, Seth, I had told you that it was known beforehand going to be his first rated R movie. I had that knowledge, and I gave you that before this, but also knowledge I had was the twist. (laughs) Somebody told me. Wait, there's a twist in the movie? Yes. Um, What's happening? The happening. Well, people are killing themselves. I knew that from the trailers. But somebody at at school or something told me, uh, yeah, it's the stupidest movie in the world. It's plants killing people. And uh, that confused me because I'm like, I thought they were killing themselves. Something. Finally see the movie with my family, and I 
I didn't think it was a bad twist at all. I didn't either. High schooler Everett didn't think this. Mm-hmm. Um, looking back, yeah, it's a it's a very stupid premise. I like. That's what it. I was thinking. I like the premise. I think it's smart. Um, it's <laughs> it's like say yeah. it out loud though. Say when you say it out loud, like the plot of the movie. It sounds very stupid. The Earth is fighting back for itself. That sounds so stupid. Yeah, it, it does. But I, I'm gonna explain it. I'm gonna explain stupid. it way later. But yeah, it's it's got the like the very blatant imagery with like the smokestacks in the background, and then there, the the bee stuff at the beginning. Yeah, well, the bee thing immediately gives it away, in my opinion. Um, would you, were you expecting it to be the plants until the guy the plant? No, guy said I knew it. it was like in my mind. Um, it definitely wasn't a terrorist attack and because he brought out the bees and uh, there's a lot it was he says why is it in parks why is it in parks oh but it was before that like what had already had my mind going towards that was the bees and like he had a line and i can't remember what the line was something like it just happened or something like that um no Hmm. he's explaining why the bees were disappearing and the explanation was that there really wasn't an explanation. And for some reason, that pointed my mind towards it already. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's very cheesy in that way. And then we get the the bla- the obvious random exposition at the end of the guy talking about it on the news. And then it ends with France and the same with the exact same thing happening again. <laughs> um, there's just cheesy stuff like that. And there's a few funny things like when... <laughs> the, the hot dog scene the hot dog scene but the one that i was laughing at was when they're in the field and they're hearing the gunshots and they're all like we gotta go and he's like i'm thinking i'm thinking yeah i'm thinking <laughs> and he's he, he finally like goes what i wrote it down what does he say all right, be scientific, do- douchebag, douche <laughs> to <Yeah>. himself. Because <laughs> she had said, like, loud. we can't, you know, we don't want to be those douchebags that, in the movies, that sit assholes. in the Assholes. And, yeah. Yeah. We're not assholes. I thought he was saying, yeah. be a scientific douchebag, not be scientific <laughs> douchebag. Yeah, he was telling himself Although, to be scientific. I, I forgot to bring this up. And that's just the stupidest line. But I, I thought like it was it. funny. Do you have something else about that stupid in it? Um, another stupid. It, it wasn't really positive. It was just kind of a weird, like Zoe Deschanel in this movie. Um, before we get any reveals and before we go further with the suicidal thing, like she shows up and <laughs> I love, I love Zoe Deschanel. Mm-hmm. I, I love her and like she had this weird vibe with her in the beginning of the movie when she's doing the cell phone thing. You're to she's got like the her. cell phone uh, thing. Um, the weird, like, hey, like when when um Mark is talking to his friend, he talks to her, him, and it wasn't like a normal like she's upset. It was like a it felt weird. And then we get the train station scene when she's not there, and he asks where she is, and all of a sudden she's just behind him, <laughs> yeah. and she her eyes like do this thing, and it's really funny because new girl kind of makes fun of it. I don't remember what they say about her, but that she has like big brown doe eyes. Like her eyes just get really big, and That's her like eyes were huge at that part. And she's like, "Hey guys," like that. And I don't know. It had like a almost horror vibe to me. Like she was some sort of uh, creepy psycho person. That of course went away eventually, but <laughs> I just thought it was kind of funny. Well, I'm gonna 
may hopefully explain it away for you all, Seth, and mm-hmm. maybe you'll enjoy it maybe. again later. You'll go back and watch it, and you'll be like, That's, okay, I like that movie. Because um, later, after I'd examined all this, after seeing it and enjoying it, I realized, man, that's a, that's not a very good movie. And hearing all the critic r- reviews and stuff, and I'm like, I think I walked away just saying, I can't believe, I can't believe I enjoyed that. But I was on Wikipedia one day, as I guess I was looking at this movie, and I found a interview quote of M Night. Mm-hmm talking about this movie when he was doing the uh, press junket, I guess. And he had a quote saying, I think people enjoy it. Something like, I just wanted to make a fun B-horror movie. Oh my, what? Much like the, I guess, the cheesy stuff of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. So he knew. He intentionally, supposedly made this movie to be goofy much like i don't know killer clowns from outer space yeah okay i i guess that knowing that it does make the movie better okay yeah and the, the only like thought about this right after i read it i'm like oh he's just trying to like make defend himself against the critics reviews but this was before the movie came out and then i'm like oh all right, then. I guess people just misunderstood the movie. Yeah. Because they didn't expect... So far, what I'm seeing with him is he doesn't want to make the same movie over and over again, which makes total sense as an artist. Nobody wants to make the same thing. Yeah. And all of his movies so far have been completely different from each other. And that goes the same for this movie. Right. And so watching it again, I completely enjoyed the movie the second time with a completely different mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was fun. Um, the only thing is, like, th- there's not really any scary parts necessarily, but one that, like, haunted me when I first saw it and got me again, just because I don't know if it, it's not, I don't want to say it feels real, but the scene of the kids getting shot at the house like the shotgun coming out of the door yeah. and saying, better get off my porch, and then that kid dies. And then you see the other one come out against the kid's head, and I'm like, I remember this because it got me. It held on to me for like a week or so after the first time I saw it. Maybe I'm numb or something like that, <laughs> but like that didn't get me. I mean, like I was sad, but it didn't like creep me out or anything. Like I was like, do you – well, for one, he was an idiot because he. Oh yeah, for sure. Like he he had it coming. Not that he had it coming. Oh my but, god! <laughs> like you know, you knew it was gonna happen. In my mind, I knew it was gonna happen, and I knew that if that kid was going, the the other kid was going. Like they weren't just gonna leave that kid, you know. And so that that scene didn't really get me. Mm-hmm. I feel horrible. I think it was because I was in high school, and I'm like, oh my god, that could happen to me. Yeah, yeah. But the scenes that did get me were the ones with the old lady because oh I have a problem. I have a problem with old ladies and even saying this. Old like I'm lady images like go through my mind from maybe a different movie we're gonna talk about, but uh like oh when she slaps like she didn't seem too bad at all until she slaps um Jess Jess's mm-hmm. hand. Um I was like, Oh oh God. That's a bad sign. She is a little crazy because she just lost it for a minute there. 
<laughs> and then the scene when they're like talking, they're whispering and stuff, and then she's just in the hallway. Like he goes out and she's just standing there. She's like, I can hear you whispering. You're gonna try to like rob me or try to kill me in my sleep. <laughs> that one made me. That one cracked me up. I was like, Cause, no. Yeah, I, he's like, no. And she's like, you're gonna try to murder me in my sleep. But he's like, what? what? Yeah, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, huh. I mean, That's like his part was reaction. funny. Like it lined it up, but I was still like, like <laughs> oh god, she's gonna lose it. Like it was making me scared for what was to come. You know. And they they set up that jump scene. Like so obviously oh, with the, they, the creepy doll on the bed. They did, but I was, you knew it's coming. I knew it was it coming. Still get you, and it's still got me because <laughs> she's just so scary. Like I wasn't expecting her to come in. I was expecting it to be. Um, I was hoping his girlfriend. I That's what I was hoping for, and it like, but in my mind, I was like, "Except that, that doesn't make sense. You're about to get jump scared. That doesn't make sense." And it happened. <laughs> and then seeing her bash her head in. Oh, that was so scary as it. Part of me was and, satisfied. And the first and time part I of saw me that. Was, was creeped out. Like I was like, all right, get rid of the old lady. <laughs> but yeah, she was the worst part for me. In the movie. Um, one thing I really do enjoy in this movie was the score. Like, especially when you just said that, it reminded me of that because it has the the loud, bassy, brass section. Yeah. The brrrr. Um, with that and it just it's it should the the wind with the toxin in it just has this like unstoppable force feeling and yeah. so that that score just goes so well with that and I guess he worked with Hans Zimmer on the Dark Knight uh, score and he goes on um, from this one to his to M. Night's next movie so I enjoyed it uh, both times um, but with that knowledge it he spent 48 million on this so this was the least he'd spent since the sixth sense mm. um it's pretty impressive yeah and he made 163 million so it's the least he's earned outside of lady in the water um but then the critics still don't like him so uh we go from 24% of lady in the water to 18% it's gone up I think a that's while ago. I think that's crap. Um, and like I said, in twenty four percent of audiences, it's a if you're thinking of it like he's being super serious, it's probably it makes sense well, like, that they don't like I, it. Because when I watched it, I did think he was being super serious, and I walked away from it thinking that was a weird movie. <laughs> I didn't hate the movie, and I actually loved a lot of the parts, and I thought it was hilarious, and there were some jump parts. The main premise was weird. Mm-hmm. And that was my only really complaint with it. And now, of course, it's not a complaint at all. I think it's funny. Yeah. And the critic consensus is eighteen percent. The happening begins with promise, but unfortunately, descends into an incoherent and unconvincing trifle. Uh, I don't blame them, but I also really enjoy eighties and seventies, sixties, fifties B horror movies. Mm. So. I respect what he did and think I'm sure he had fun doing it. So, yeah, it's kind of I think more power to him. I think it's cool that we're getting this sort of new trend where like he just doesn't care about the critics. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, which we'll learn a little bit with our next one. If you didn't notice, I I kind of was like (gasps) during the during the happening, and neither of you noticed at the end after all the stuff has happened and. Um, he's getting Jess ready 
for her first date. Or no, it's she is. Uh, Zoe Deschanel is getting Jess ready. Mm -hmm. Um, And she puts the picture in her backpack, which is a backpack for Avatar, The Last Airbender. Was it really? It says it on the backpack. Oh, that's cool. I didn't see it. And I was like, (laughs) and and y'all, I didn't want to. I didn't want to give it away. I was hoping y'all would notice it yourselves. No, I never saw it. I thought that was very interesting, which goes on because apparently at the time he was riding. Oh, oh boy. Oh, God. The Last Airbender. I never saw that movie. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see it. Uh, We watched this yesterday and did a podcast over it, which will will come up at some point. Um, So we don't have to spend a whole lot of time, but... Kendall Seth had previously seen the entire series, correct? Yeah. Of Avatar The Last Airbender. I had not. I'd seen a few episodes here and there. But this, man, this one ruined him. That it it ruined him? It ruined him. Wow. Yep. Uh, I mean, we can run over a little bit. He's gone on to say the critics... I, I actually watched an interview with him on the 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 european junket for this movie mm. and uh the interviewer was saying man the american critics are really hating you on this one and he's like yeah i don't know what's going on with me and the critics like we i feel like and you can see it in this movie i have i think i be, i have a kind of a european sensibility that they don't understand over in america that's his defense. Oh. So, and I watched the whole interview and it was actually kind of sad because of that. I'm like, man, he uh, he just wants to create stuff he wants to do and yeah. they do not like him for when it. When I get <laughs> that, he just messed with the wrong thing. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it was definitely a, not a good ab- adaptation no. at all. No. We can agree with on that and I'd recommend to the listeners uh, subscribe to us and you'll see the last airbender podcast eventually. I think it's a pretty good one. It did prompt me to, I I went home and watched uh, the first two episodes with my brother and Mm. I put a lot of the um, uh, comic books that take place after the show into my um, list on Amazon. So I'll buy them. Yeah. And he actually was a firebender in this movie. I didn't catch him. I don't think I missed him. Uh, he was apparently in the Earth Kingdom prison hmm. uh, camp. Is he the one that got uh, kicked in the balls? I hope so. I don't think so. Because that's what he deserved for making that movie. <laughs> God. <laughs> well, the last one I, I thought was his first movie that he wasn't in. He didn't have a cameo in. In The Visit? Yeah. Yeah, but I guess I apparently was too distracted by one of the He up. was Joey's voice over the cell phone. Oh, yeah, I missed that. Yeah, yeah. he was over the phone, apparently. Oh, okay. Um, but then in this, he was a firebender spent $150 million on the budget, his biggest budget movie yet. Um, and made 320 back. Unfortunately, we know in the podcast we discussed, they also spent 120 in marketing, which is a ridiculous amount of money for marketing. Yeah. And so they, if you're including that, they barely made uh, money on this movie. At least they didn't lose money. I mean, not in my mind. There's a evil part of me that's like, he deserved to lose money for ruining, not ruining, messing with something. That yeah, I we thought. didn't even mention it. it's the fourth gro- highest grossing uh, Nickelodeon movie. 
God. Yeah, behind SpongeBob, Sponge Out of Water. Uh, I don't remember what the other two were. Huh. Uh, and then um, not only did it not make a lot of money, it has 6% of critics that enjoyed it and 30% of audiences. <laughs> Oh, boy. The Last Airbender squanders its popular source material with incomprehensible plotting, mm. horrible acting, and detached, joyless direction. Which I don't think it was necessarily joyless direction. Yeah. I thought he did decent with the acting and writing that he that could. He had, yeah. uh, but anyway. Yeah, like I pointed out, there, I didn't hate everything about it. It's just I didn't like the movie. Um, yeah, one movie that I did like more than it was his next movie. The Visit. No, After Earth. After Earth. Which we just watched tonight. Uh, it came out uh, three years after Last Airbender, 2013. And this one, I'd seen the trailers mm. when it came out. I've heard about it for years being just a terrible movie. And we watched it tonight, and I didn't hate it, Seth. Can I be honest with you? You can be honest with me. I didn't hate it, surprisingly. Yeah, I was expecting you to not. Well, um, I don't know. Like For a while in the beginning, I was like, oh, whoever hates this movie. And then when they got to Earth, mm-hmm. I was like, there was a lot of not terrible looking things in the mm-hmm. movie and I was like oh okay maybe Everett won't be hating this movie right now I didn't hate the movie mm-hmm. I was expecting to loathe this movie like mm-hmm. I was expecting it to be like the guy everywhere I literally was about to fall asleep for a long time <laughs> with this movie um, but then as it went on I had this weird moment I was watching it and I was just barely into it and I was like eh, this movie I don't hate it I think it's an okay movie. It didn't deserve the... Because this movie got a bad, bad, bad rap. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, bad. Like, this this movie destroyed Will Smith's career and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was necessarily deserving of that yeah. at all. And uh, you're right. At the beginning, I'm like, God, not another post-apocalyptic teen movie. Because yeah. I don't... I'm, I mean, The Hunger Games, they're probably well-written well-directed movies i don't care for them mm. and then you've got the other book series that became a movie very similar divergent uh, di- the like divergent that? series I never those. kindle likes them i think they're garbage of what i've seen and th- it just seems like there's a few others out there that are the same exact thing mm. like this is a fad for some reason that's how it starts off with the group of teens with that he's with yeah luckily it moved away from that I was pretty excited about that. But at the same time, early on in the movie, I'm like, man, Jaden Smith is a terrible actor. Actually, they are. (laughs) And, uh, but then later on the movie, when he's having the scene on pride rock or pride tree, I guess Pride tree when he's yelling at his dad and he's actually crying, I'm like, okay, he's doing pretty good now. Yeah. That I had those exact same thoughts. That's probably around the time where I was like, okay, this movie's okay. (laughs) And then, but there's some stuff that I'm, I can nitpick, like at the beginning where you meet the – where they're about to get on the ship and that soldier comes up to thank him and he's I feel like, like – he's from Game of Thrones. Uh, Maybe. I don't, I don't 
have enough click power to find that out real quick. Yeah. But all I was thinking was they have this incredible technology to go into deep space, but they have not managed to get this guy a prosthetic leg. Oh, that guy. <laughs> that guy. That's yeah, that guy. Thinking, that's thinking. the guy I was talking about. And I'm like, what, 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 really? Yeah, that was pretty silly. That's, that's kind of odd. I mean, everything else is so advanced, but nope. Like, I don't got a leg. But other than that, like, I thought at first, I'm like, this is a pretty, like, obvious sci-fi movie. Even though the sets looked, they were really well made. Like, there's a lot of practical in there. And the CGI wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, it was at some points. Depended I was like, on what yeah, you were saying. But when the ship crashes and they've got the entire practical ship torn apart and you've got like, I was just impressed. Like it was very creative. You got like all this weird insulation coming out of the walls and like tubing and stuff. And I'm like, all that stuff is not what you'd normally expect Mm -hmm. out of like to see. It's not from like a car or a house. It's future stuff coming out of this thing. And I was super impressed. It seemed super creative. I'd love to find out who the design people were in this movie because I thought that was really cool. And then, like, there were some beautiful landscape shots when he's running through the woods and yeah. stuff. It, For the most part, it was a very cool-looking movie. It was, yeah, which I wasn't expecting, because you had said something about the movie being... You, all, you, I thought it was going to be all CG. That, yeah, but I thought that you meant it was. Yeah. So that had depressed me. But, yeah, there were a lot of really cool, beautiful-looking scenes. My thing, you brought up Jaden Smith's acting, mm-hmm. which there are a lot of parts that I was like, eh, and then there are some parts that I really liked. There, there was something about Will Smith in this movie, his acting. And I understand why he acted that way because his character was demanding of it. Like, uh-huh. that's what his character needed. But there's still something about the delivery, I guess. That did, I, did you take it as not convincing or you just didn't? Like, it made you... It bothered me maybe it wasn't convincing i i like to think of it as character wise because i was thinking too i'm like he's different in this movie like he's, he needed to be it's different. not his his normal role and i don't think it's necessarily that he's a military man because we've seen him like that in independence day yeah but it's a future people it's not an american so yeah. it, he because at points I'm like he kind of doesn't really sound that American like it sounded like kind of some there type of accent. mixture Jaden definitely had an accent and yeah yeah and I, I kind of liked it I'm like this, I don't know these people they're from a different world yeah so uh, I kind of liked that it, but um, I thought he I thought he did good like my I understand like his character because like yeah He's a character that showed no fear, and that's why he could I mean, he could kill the Ursas um, because of that, and so that fit into the character's persona of being very not dull. He was kind of dull. Hmm. Didn't show very okay. much emotion in what he was saying, and it made sense. Yeah, but there were weird line deliveries. I think that bothered me. Yeah. Right? And there was, like, some concepts that I thought were kind of cheesy, like the whole fear thing when he's talking about that. Like, he's explaining to his son why he – how he – when he first became a ghost. And that, that, he says says something about fear is not real or something like that. And I'm like, well, you know, fear isn't a human construct. It's available in all species. Yeah. Like, but, I don't know – 
I was thinking the same thing as you, but at the same time, like the concept, it, that's not really what bothered me. It was the dialogue mm-hmm. in that scene that it was kind of cheesy. That just oh, it made me cringe real hard. Like especially when he was talking about the blood, seeing the blood, and oh, look pretty. That line, I, I was like, find a better one than pretty. I don't know. It felt very juvenile. I suppose. I don't know. It was weird. Fabulous. Looked fabulous. F- fabulous. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I want. But there was like other scene. parts I really enjoyed. Like it, it had a lot of yeah. feels with the father son thing. It and did. Up dead baby birds. That made me sad. God, that was sad. Yeah, that was brutal. And, and then, then the, the bird, dead the mama bird ends up. Man, same him and dies. Yeah, the fight scene between um, Jaden Smith and uh, did I say that right? The, the Ursa. Ursa. Yeah. yeah. That, I thought that was pretty cool. It was cool. And I and I'm not a CG guy, but yeah. like I I was willing to put it aside because it was a cool scene, especially that like finishing move. You even like see the guy in the end, just the random guy that was watching it, and he's got this face of like um, respect, I suppose, like shock and respect, <laughs> looking at him. And one of the lines that I thought was the funniest, and it wasn't meant to, it was meant to be funny, but I thought it was even beyond that was the line. Where uh, Jaden Smith goes, I think I want to work with mom. <laughs> and in my mind, I was like, I wonder if Jaden Smith was saying that same line <laughs> <laughs> after this movie came out. <laughs> I remember uh, Co- uh, on Conan, uh, he had a monologue and he brought up this movie. He said, after um, reviews come out for the movie After Earth, it's been completely panned by critics. Jaden Smith then went up to to his father and told him next summer can't we just go on a normal vacation <laughs> i i i'd seen that too yeah <laughs> but yeah i i i i thought the movie was was pretty good no and it was it was cool seeing a father son sort of thing they spent 130 million dollars on it and made 244 million so they still made money on it yeah yeah and but it's yeah 11 percent of critics enjoyed it and 36 percent of They're- audiences just de- they're demolishing him. Yeah, they don't like him. After no. Earth is a dull, plottingly placed exercise in sentimental sci-fi and the latest setback for director M. Night Shyamalan's <laughs> once promising career. They hate him. <laughs> oh boy, I wonder why, because that movie was pretty good. Yeah, I'm glad so you did like it. it. So, thumb, thumbs up cool. from everybody? Uh, sure. Okay. In the end, I gave it a thumbs up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I had a lot of complaints, but at the same I think time, it'd be it kind of fun to do a bad. podcast over it. I like, like the concept. Saying, it's not as bad as people said. It really wasn't. Yeah. Um. So then, finally, 2015, he's made his return to horror movies, mm-hmm. and <laughs> boy, uh, all of us had put it off until um this past week. Yep. Uh, me and Kindle were not able to watch this one with Seth, unfortunately. Nope. Because uh, we had <laughs> Screw time. you guys. <laughs> it was scheduling and all that. It was... I'm sorry, Seth. Yeah, I'm right. so sorry. I wish I... I wish... There's part of me that I wish I didn't have to see this movie. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm traditionally not a horror guy, simply because sometimes this stuff just sticks with me too long. Oh, yeah. And it has. The past few <laughs> nights have been pretty, pretty, <laughs> really? pretty terrible for me. I'll, I'll get to that a little later. But the visit comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's his return to horror, and uh, we'll get to it in a little bit. The critics' ratings, approval ratings, have gone up. Oh, cool! 
as well as money. But so we start the movie and I I had, I remembered the trailers and being like, "Oh, Man, I don't. The trailers wanna, didn't really tell you a whole lot. Made it very it. Hansel just, and Gretel look seeming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It Even seemed, the summary it made seemed it creepy. Seem very Hansel and Gretel. But uh, it was a. It looked like a found footage movie. Yeah. And I there's very I like the only one I think yeah. I've ever actually enjoyed was T- Cloverfield. Mm. So I was not excited. We start the movie. And I'm like, these kids are not very likable. They they seem very arrogant to me. Like, that we got the kid who's a, who thinks he's the best rapper in the world, and I the thought, girls I like it. the pretentious film, the cinephile filmmaker. Which I grew to like them in the end. But at first, I'm like, oh god. I didn't like him just because I, I liked them both. Uncomfortable. They were very opposite, and yet they both were intelligent in their own ways. And I mm. thought that was kind of cool. I think sometimes I take I. I don't, I I don't like I don't dislike them now, but sometimes I think I mistake charisma for arrogance. Yeah. One thing that's interesting about this movie is because she is filming all this stuff, you don't get and a you, score. I didn't. Man, that probably made it scarier to me. Yeah. It does sometimes. Sometimes it does. Be, There's lots of times where you have the jump scenes, you know, and you get those th- that that Shrieking loud sound yeah. sound of music that that sometimes works okay. well for jumps but if you go back and watch alfred hitchcock's which someday oh, okay will, i thought you were talking about the visit the like, birds <laughs> that huh. movie was the first movie i had ever seen with no score and it is pretty it's like unsettling unsettling well, like yeah, the whole like, movie because scores no... tend to give away what's about to happen right yeah and this movie it he I, I watched some of the behind the scenes and he almost, it was like he spent more time on this movie because he talked about how much they tried to make it seem like it's it could actually be these kids filming this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so they had to leave the score out. I mean, besides the end part when, they, when they're rescued and they she plays this song from her mom's favorite musical or whatever. Yeah. Uh, There's a few parts where they play like old style mm-hmm. music. Yeah. But... Not that. <laughs> I love that song. I don't know. The trailer was misleading for sure because yeah. it didn't. The trailer made it seem like they're visiting their grandparents, and their grandparents are like effing crazy. Yeah, they're crazy or like or old possessed and or going something. And, yeah, possessed was the main thing. Possessed. Yeah, I I didn't know what to think. Obviously, we get the twist, which when it happens, you had already. Had it spoiled for you, right? I did because, well, I don't watch these kind of movies. Um, And I had this thing. Well, the Hobbit movies were coming out to theaters, the extended edition. So I was going to see them. And Trent wanted to go with me, but he didn't want to see The Hobbit. So I would go and I'd watch The Hobbit and he would go and watch a different movie every time. Um, And this was airing at that same time. So he went and saw The Visit alone, and I saw The Hobbit. And I was a little worried for him because he – I don't – at that time, I don't think he'd ever really watched these type of thriller movies. Maybe he had, and I just wasn't aware. Um, so I remember after he had seen it, I was like, so were you scared and stuff? And he was like, no, I wasn't scared. I thought it was funny like uh, that. Uh, <laughs> he thought it was a funny comedy movie. 
and stuff. I'm like, what? And I had him tell me about it. And I, I don't remember a lot of the details. I just remember the ending. Mm-hmm. He told me um, that the grandparents were dead and that that's all I could remember. I, I was trying to tell you. That and the I grandparents re- were dead. The grandparents were dead. And that was it. That's so were you confused why who who they were? Then what well, with this it? viewing? Yeah, no, kind of made made it creepier. Made the movie creepier. But you, like, did you? Okay, okay. No, so I, you don't know. I who knew. They are. I knew I was gonna find out who they were. Uh huh. And it took. It didn't take me very long to figure out that they were patients. Okay. Yeah. With this, we were watching it. I didn't see the twist coming. No clue. I am. And then when it happens, and their mom says. Those aren't your grandparents. Who is that? Who are that? Hard. And I'm like, oh shit. I immediately am like, what? Where? Why does this seem familiar to me? And I'm like, I know this story. And then I immediately right then hit me again. I'm like, I've already seen this story kind of in the episode. I'm with stupid of SpongeBob SquarePants. Where oh, Patrick Starr yeah. <laughs> yeah. is 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 hanging out with these two movie. people who he suppose who are supposedly his parents, but then <laughs> Morty, <turns out> Janet, <laughs> <laughs> who are you people? <laughs> it was a lot like so that. that's totally I where did, M Night apparently that, I got wish it. I would have had that thought. <laughs> um, Marty, <laughs> I was thinking, you know, because I knew that part of the movie that it was just gonna be a stupid movie. No, yeah. I think for you it probably made them it made real it so creepy because you're like these people are freaking crazy. Yeah, we're over here like, what the hell is happening? Yeah, I'm their not poor sure. what's going are on? Sick. Like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah like, like what? When, no, for me, they're creepy as all else, but what's going on? At first, when I'm not sure like who they are, and then you learn about the sundowning, I'm like, is that a real thing? And then like he seems kind of crazy, and then you have the shed scene, and it's God like, <laughs> damn, <laughs> he's just <laughs> it's just his poop. Oh, but, I hated that. scene. <laughs> Seen so much, but then like it, then you yeah. have like the whale, the well scene, and the under so the weird. under the house scene. And oh God, uh, that scene, that scene, so creepy. That scene was pretty I creepy at first. Flashback and to that I, scene when that happens. I'm like, <laughs> okay, when when that happens, I'm like, okay, this is too early to be real. She's just messing with, yeah, them. but still. Um, and it turned out to kind of be that. The it scariest was, part of that like, scene that was, weird. was her ass. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I laughed. At when that. when we started it, I was, it, like, well, I was like, and and partial nudity. And <laughs> I was thinking too. And was it, 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 I was like, old lady boobies. <laughs> uh, Kendall's like, oh, this is gonna be old lady boobies. Like, no, old lady butt. <laughs> it's definitely old lady butt. <laughs> oh my god. But uh, and I gotta give it to her because she did great god because she's. Dang. What I was gonna say, she's, the she's part of the movie. stuck with me for a few nights oh, now. Yeah. Not so much that scene, but the nope. scene where she's crawling in the hallway uh, towards the door, and I'm like, it, it scratching. It the keeps walls. coming into my head. Nah. And last night I was trying to go to sleep, and for some reason, every once in a while when I'm trying to go to sleep, it's just horror scenes will just start flashing through my mind. I'm like, what? Yeah. And so I try to like play an episode of SpongeBob through my mind or something. But like the scene under the house, I'm like started playing and I'm like, no, 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 get out, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. Yeah. Oh man. It's, I'm not going to like tonight. when she finds the camera and goes to the door. Okay. The so night. that's the, that's that was, the one that got me, even though I knew it was coming. Like she gets out, like, of camera, <laughs> out of the camera, out of the, the view. Growl. And I'm like, dear Christ, she's gonna, she's gonna pop up. She's gonna pop up. You hear her in the side, like walking and, yeah. or crawling or doing whatever. And I'm like, it's coming. It's coming. And it happened. And I had this face like, ah. 
like that like stuff. Yeah, I knew it the, it didn't like get me um because I I I thought she was going to come from the side so it did surprise me that she came from the bottom but luckily yeah. it didn't scare me. But she made a noise. Though. What did very, scare me was yeah. There was oh man, this movie very animalistic got me so bad. But then the only I think jump scare that got me was when the girl is hiding in the closet and she jumps out and <laughs> oh, scares yeah, her brother. I'm like ah, because I th- I thought it was the basement, so we I thought he was thought gonna was go look door. down in the basement. Oh, oh okay, I gotcha. Um. I was but expecting them to come out like, and be like, it was, hey, you don't go down there. Right. This like was that. the scariest of his movies for me, for sure. Oh, for sure. Like, because I don't know if I could... I mean, yes, it was a thriller, but in my mind, it's a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Like, th- they definitely seem possessed, and they're not. They're just crazy, but, yeah. like, it had a major horror film and a uh, feel, a horror yeah. feel to it. Uh, the the last... Yeah. the latter part of the movie where uh he finds her in the basement and he locks her in the room and like oh no i know exactly where she yeah. is i had my eyes covered for a good three minutes really? I during know, that I, scene i watched it because it started to dawn on me what was gonna happen with the kids mm-hmm. like i was like the cops aren't gonna show up and arrest these people these people are gonna get killed by kids and it's gonna be weird and it was weird but I, I before I we I even mentioned the wh- what the guy does to the, uh, like <laughs> after I finished this movie I went I just walked out of my door didn't I sent you that walked out of my door and found that Trent w- was home from school so I opened the door and I'm like I don't <laughs> think I have ever I literally winced like I I did like ah, uh, those that was the biggest one I did those I like <laughs> seven times. In this movie, I did that. It and it wasn't just like like that. It was literally I winced and I had to like look away for a second because oh, I just geez. couldn't handle it. That poor and kid. like and it wasn't just that scene, but like a lot of the just with the first poop scene. God. <laughs> <laughs> I like see your butt like that just made me feel you know and see it throwing up and all all this kind of stuff. By the end of the movie, by the time it was over. I literally felt sick and I felt dirty and I felt like I needed to take a shower (laughs) for a long time. I felt gross and I still feel a little gross. (laughs) Like it's just, ugh. I forgot about the vomiting. I did too. And the barn, the shed, the shed didn't bother me. The the shed didn't bother me, but I was like, ooh. The diaper scene bothered me only because I knew how much it bothered him. And it was just like a. It didn't. But I thought I, I, honestly, it was horrible for I him. I really enjoyed that scene because it was taking a break from the room with the girl and the grandma in the <laughs> dark. Because yeah. that part creeped me out so much that I was enjoying being in the room with this just weird grandpa I was not shoving sure what he was doing poop in the kid's face. Um, um, that it made me feel so gross. Yeah, I knew it was coming when he did that. I did not. I knew I, he took. I, I knew he was. was I knew oh, he yeah, was changing. I was like, "What the hell is he doing?" Sexual. I knew he was yeah. changing, but I didn't know he was going to shove it. In I I was. My eyes were wide, and I was like, "No, no, no! Go back to the other scene." Like that was scary, but this for me was violating. Like just seeing him do that, and you actually see it. It didn't cut. You see the poop gets smushed onto this kid's face. I don't know. Face. I covered my face because I. I l- I so I hard. winced, and but I I saw it and it 
disgusted me thoroughly. Like, ugh. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This it, it, this movie has messed me up. I'll probably I'll hopefully be over it next it's week. So and another thing that, that was kind of funny so though, like you know when normally you see someone smashing someone's head in a doorway mm-hmm. or something like that, like, you feel yeah. bad for that person. No, after he smeared that poop on that kid's face, I went totally animalistic, mind like mentally with that guy. I was like, smash his head, smash his head. He deserves it. <laughs> like it was. Oh, at the same time though. It was a weird scene. Like, you really, it wasn't just the kid smashing the guy and crying. Like, you before he got to that point, he was hitting him and he was quoting those. Yeah, tackle tackling him and quoting the football stuff. Yeah, and like you're seeing all this emotional like damage that this kid's gone through that he suppressed, and it's all of a sudden coming out in a mentally bad way mm-hmm. and he just loses it on this guy and oh, I thought it was a mentally good way I, it wasn't a good way it was oh, a I bad thought it was way. like a revelation like um no he, I mean he finally like, isn't freezing he's tackling the person I, in my Same mind thing it was with the girl those emotions she looked in the mirror and looked at herself before she smashed it even though as a viewer we wanted to see them die because they were freaking us out and stuff like the guy was he was a kid there was no him murdering right. someone, so. and even though it was in self defense, that would haunt someone. I don't, and I, and I, I, days. And I don't think he he me. necessarily died. I mean, I'm sure he could at least have brain trauma because in real life, I don't think it would it wouldn't break your skull. The strength of a little boy squishing your head um, in a door, yeah, in a in a refrigerated door, it wouldn't break your skull because there's a lot of plastic. With adrenaline, yeah, I guess. A lot of plastic. Um, the lady's totally dead. The lady's dead for sure. For sure. But and so I feel bad for her because she's gonna be scarred for life. Yeah. I mean, the whole situation's gonna scar them regardless. Right. But enough with this movie. I'm tired of it. We've, <laughs> we've been recording for two hours. Uh-huh. Um, Let's be rid of it. This movie, though, is his biggest success financially because <laughs> he only spent $10 million on it. And he... Oh, wait. Sorry. No, no. He only spent $5 million on it, and he made $98.5 million. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> so he more almost that, multiplied it by 20 That's cool. times. Yeah, I'm glad. And he made his money back so much and the critics have finally forgave him 64% of them enjoyed it 51% of audiences only enjoyed it he said they only spent a small amount of time actually filming maybe because he scared them so bad or (laughs) affected them so much maybe they were just mad at him (laughs) yeah um the visit provides horror fans with a satisfying blend of thrills and laughs and also signals a welcome return to form for writer-director M. Night Shyamalan. Well, that's sweet of them. <laughs> yep, they're fine. The war is they're over. They're still yeah. sticking him in a box. Yeah, they were, they were, they're still yeah. sticking him in a box, yeah. My thing like with this movie is it's the bane of my existence and the fact that it deals with scary old people, and I've for said it before. Real. This is a movie I've been avoiding. For real. Just like Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, because reasons. old people scare the living hell out of me. Old and people are gross. That's the premise of this movie. They are gross. I don't want to be old. No offense to old people. No, it's okay. I'll kill you, you got, before then. You guys do some. Thank you. Yeah, I, I said that I felt dirty after watching the movie and stuff like that. But in the end, I give it a thumbs up. It was a good movie for what it was, even though I'll never watch it again. Yeah, I, I don't know what I want to give it. 
I'm not gonna say it. We're gonna give it, it two for what it was. Butt cheeks. I think it was a good. He, movie. His goal worked of um, scaring, scaring me. Yeah, but it just did it too much that I don't want to. That I don't want to. We did not I'll see never the twist watch either. the movie again. No, for I. Will no one will ever convince me to watch this movie <laughs> again. This I don't understand a, how the hell Trent thought that this was a comedy. I think that he's just a dick. Trent? <laughs> no, nah, I mean, maybe, yeah. No, maybe he was building that. it up. He's a he dick. Wanted you to he just wanted to it. laugh so that he wouldn't be scared. Like, he, <laughs> it was so funny. Like, I came in the room and I was like, I feel gross. Like, that was this disgusting movie. He's like, Really, I didn't feel that way at all. I'm like, did you watch the Have same you, movie? How many times has he watched it that one he time? He watched it in, in the movie. It was at. Uh, the AMC. Can South, you imagine how freaking annoyed you would be watching that in the theater and some kid in the back laughing at it? I don't know He's if like, it, yeah. fuck you, man. The rest of us are scared. <laughs> right. Uh, so, uh, least favorite, Last Airbender, all of us. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I, for me, it's it's pretty close with this movie just because <laughs> I don't want because it scared me. But uh, it twist was, though. It was a good movie, regardless of. It had yeah. heart. My top three would probably be the village. Oh yeah, that's what I want. Is top three. Unbreakable. I don't want to do that. And the sixth sense, I believe, were my top three. Okay. Uh, oh god, yeah. I don't like having to order them. Okay, I'm not gonna try to do that. Okay, my number one is Unbreakable. Mm-hmm. Number two is Signs. Number three is The Village. Number four is The Sixth Sense. And this is just preference wise, not saying it's a better movie or anything because the sixth sense is for sure probably his best movie yeah but that's just in order lady in the water the happening after earth the visit and the last airbender yeah those are that's my order i um i think after sixth sense um it would be probably lady in the water the happening um what are the other ones? I don't remember. Uh, I didn't. It wasn't making sense to what you were listening. Sorry. After the happening, I would probably put After Earth, The Visit, and then Avatar. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm excited to see Split. Yeah, I don't really. I know because the basic premise of it, and that's it. I'm excited, but at the same time, I'm not excited. Simply because it, The Visit it, left me scary. scarred. Yeah. Uh, but. All of and the last airbender was pretty bad. Everything else I've enjoyed, so I'm excited to see what it's gonna be. But hopefully, it's not too scary. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a pansy. I think there's really oh, oh I never said signs. I'd put signs after the visit. So that's my second to least favorite one. Whoa. Hey, Buffy. Buffy will console me though. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to be by myself. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. Thanks once again for joining us on Geek Cinema Podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you didn't, screw you. But if you did, (laughs) we'd love for you to subscribe to us on iTunes, your podcast app, because it'd help us out a lot. And you can hit us up online and say hey. Or give us a suggestion for movies. We're at facebook.com slash geekcinemapod, the same as Twitter, and Geek Cinema on Instagram. Or you can go to our website, geekcinemapod.com, and we will see you soon.